Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Turn with me this morning to Luke chapter number 7. Boy, I appreciate the Lord this morning. It sure has been good to be in the house of God. I tell you right now, I, I appreciate the Holy Spirit. Amen. Boy, it's been since the first song we sung. It's been like the old song said, showers of blessings. They've just been poured out upon us. Um, God touched my heart with this the other day. And uh, I wasn't sure when he wanted it, but uh, he says it's right now. Luke chapter number 7. I'm just going to read one verse uh, as you're turning to Luke chapter 7. I want you to have the word. Why? Because the words are important. Right? The words are important. Let me me be clear something. They may bury me tomorrow, Scott, but this is what matters. The men of God will come and go. But this won't. This is what you need. It's the word of God. Amen. Oh, it's good to be here. Boy, I'm telling you right now. I got to preach Luke chapter number seven. I'm just going to read verse number one. I didn't even know where to start on this one. But I'm just going to read verse number one and confuse y'all. Now, when he had ended all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. Lord, thank you for your word. And I know that this is enough word to save the whole world. And oh, how I bless you this morning for what you've let us experience, for the Holy Spirit that's been in this place, for the testimonies, the songs, the prayers, the shouts, the, the, the willingness, God, to glorify your name. I praise you that you've allowed us to sit Father, in a heavenly place, and I appreciate your faithfulness today. We're asking for your help, Father. You know how insignificant, how little that we are, but oh, I pray that you'd just fill the vessel, that it might be emptied upon this good people, that every heart that's here might be encouraged, strengthened, and Lord, if there's one among us, they might see the miracle of grace, recognize and believe, and be born again this very day. We thank you for what you're going to do. As we've heard the prayers, the prayer requests, all these things, we're believing you, Father, to do what we can't, the miracles of grace. We ask it. We believe it as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want to preach this morning on this thought, the hard cases of Luke 7. The hard cases of Luke 7. I was sitting in singing Friday night and, and they got to singing about something and boy, he began to touch my heart with a thought. Uh, I didn't even have a pen. I looked at Dustin. I said, you got something to write with? He said, yeah. And I just jotted down this note. The hard cases of Luke chapter seven. I want you to know that there are hard things that come to us in this world. I can talk about myself, but I'd rather not. But I can say this, there ain't any of us exempt from hard things. If, you, if you've lived any amount of time at all, you've experienced the days when you wept and didn't laugh. 
You've experienced the morning. You've experienced the trouble. You've experienced the heartache of being a human being. And you're not exempt from it. The Bible said it rains on the just and the unjust. The lost people suffer just like the saved people do, except they suffer without hope. I want you to know that I don't sorrow today without hope. Ain't you glad for that? Amen. I might sorrow. It didn't say I wouldn't grieve. Didn't say I wouldn't have hard times. Didn't say that there wouldn't be trouble in my life that I couldn't fix and problems that I couldn't solve. But what he did say was that through all of it, he'd be with me. He'd help me. He'd never leave me nor forsake me. Brother, I've got one with me who can help hard cases. He can help hard cases. Now, do you know that you can start preaching on this subject and you'd never get done? No, the Bible's full of hard cases because you know what? You don't need a God unless your case is hard. (laughs) Amen. If you can solve it, amen, God ain't involved. Amen. If you can fix it, God, he don't get involved with that. But I'll tell you when he shows up. Amen. It's when you can't fix it. When you can't you can't make it better, everything has done gone wrong, you don't know what to do. You say, preacher, the hard cases of Luke 7, yep. Luke chapter number 7 will be just enough for us. Hey, man, I ain't got the energy to preach no more than that anyhow. There were hard cases in Luke chapter number 7. Look with us now. The Bible said, you'll read in verse number 2, about a certain centurion. Now, this was a Roman soldier. He was a centurion, which means he had... He had authority over a hundred men and there he was. He loved his servant, amen. And I think you can read about him here in Luke chapter number seven. He was a good man even in the eyes of the Jews. Now that was saying a great deal about this fellow. He had won their favor because he actually loved the Jewish people. He loved them. He had built them a synagogue with his own money. I'll tell you right now, that's putting your money where your mouth is. You can prove you love to somebody sometimes, amen, by just helping them out when they need help. Here's a man that had a hard case, amen. The Bible said he loved his servant and yet his servant was about to die. He had a condition, whatever it was, that nobody could help. I guarantee you the money had already been spent on the doctors. Everything had been done to help him. Everything that that could have possibly done to help this man that he loved had already been done. But brother, he had a hard case. He is fixing to die. He is fixing to die. There have been plenty of times in my life that I forgot to call and said so-and-so got a bad diagnosis today. Doctor says they're going to die and not live. And you know what, Brother Chris, there have been many a time I got the call back and said whatever was there, it gone. I'm glad, friend, that God deals with hard cases. Amen. This old centurion, he had a hard case. He had a problem, you see, he couldn't solve. He had trouble, amen, that he couldn't fix. Hey, he, had a, he had a servant that he loved, and he wanted to see him healed. He wanted to see him better, but he didn't have the means to do it. He didn't have the ability to do it. He didn't have the the wherewithal to get it done. Brother, it was a hard case. And I'll tell you how it would have ended up. His servant would have died. That's a hard case. You'll find another hard case in Luke chapter 7. The Bible said that this poor old widow, amen, her husband dead. She only had one son. I'll tell you back then, that's the only hope she had was a son. Amen. If your man was dead, you was in trouble back then. They wasn't support systems like they are now. They wasn't everything supporting and propping up everything that's going on. No, back then, if you was without a husband, you was without bread. Most cases, but she had a son. And yet the Bible said he died. 
Amen. He died. Now you're talking about a hard case. Amen. When your only son is gone, the only means of your survival, the very one that you loved, you ain't got any more children. Amen. Everything that she had in this world, amen, so to speak, was laying in that coffin. And here she was a walking her way outside of the city how to take him to a burial ground and to put him in a grave. I can see her in my mind's eye, brother. She was weeping with all she had. Her heart was broken. Brother, this was a hard case. Nobody could fix it. Amen. I'll tell you of all the things, we've got hope, don't we? We've got hope. Even when they call and say, oh, brother, so-and-so's got cancer. Or when they call and say, sister, so-and-so's had a heart attack. Or when they call and they say, oh, brother, so-and-so's got to have surgery and he only got a 30% chance to live. Amen. These hard cases all around. These hard cases everywhere. But I'll tell you right now, when you're walking your only son dead in a coffin out to bury him, I'll tell you right now, they don't seem to be much hope left. Amen. But here she was walking him out. Everything she had, every hope she had, it was all in that coffin, brother. That's as a hard a case as you can get. That's a hard case. Then we find old John the Baptist. There was a man of God. There was a good servant of God. I'm going to try to make this meaningful to you, friend, because I guarantee you I'm not trying to compare me to John the Baptist. But he is a man of God. He loved the Lord. Amen. He's a forerunner of Christ. He believed him. He's the one who saw him when he was on Jordan to baptize him, seen him coming from a distance. He said, behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. He said, he must increase while I decrease. He said, by the way, he said, his very shoes. He said, I'm not even worthy to uh, unloose them. I want you to know, here was old John. Amen. He had, he had been bold enough to tell the king, amen, that living with his brother's wife, Mary and his brother's wife was wrong, amen, that he was wrong and it was adultery, amen, and it got him in some trouble. Here he was in the prison, amen, couldn't get out in that dark and damp place. The man had given his life ever since he had been born to the things of God and brother, what did it get him? He ended up in the jail cell, brother, and with no hope of getting out. He knew what was coming his way. The, they had already told him what she had asked for was his head. It was just a matter of moments before he was fixing to die himself. And he was having doubts. That's a hard case. Amen. When people go to having doubts, I I feel sorry for people that have doubts because I've had them. I know what they're going through. I've been there the times of my life when I didn't know which way was right. I say, yeah. But amen, I wasn't trusting in God and I wasn't hearing God and everything else in my life had crowded out all the things that I should have been hearing. And brother, you can get your place where the devil begins to whisper in your ear and he begins to try to get you to doubt that you ever got saved to begin with, that you ever knew who Jesus Christ ever was. I'm telling you right now, old John was in a bad spot. Here he was sitting in a dark prison. Hey man, some of his came into him. Hey, they said, uh, they said, we've heard about this Jesus, fella, we've heard he's in Capernaum. Oh, John looked at him. He said, hey, 
He said, go see. He said, go see. He said, I need you to go and ask him. Ask him if he's the one or should I look for another? Because if he's the one, it's all right. He said, I'm willing. I'm ready right now to go. He said, but if he ain't the one, my job ain't done. I'm not finished here if he ain't the one. Go see if he's still the one we're looking for. Oh, that was a hard case. That was a hard case. Well, nobody could help old John then. Amen. He was in a tough spot, and you've been there too. You've been there where you didn't know what to do. You didn't know where to go. Your very hope and faith in God had dwindled down to where it was barely a flicker. Amen. It once had burned bright. And you have lost your first love. Hey man, you've been beat up and run over by the devil and his crowd until you got to the place you didn't even know if you were saved. Let me tell you something. That's how the enemy will do you today. And you say, preacher, is it a hard case? Yeah, it's a hard case. I don't know how many of them, brother, that have come to me and said, I don't know what to do. How can you tell me how to fix this? I don't know which way to go. Let me tell you something. I don't know any more than you do most of the time. I just have to know the one who does. May I say to you today, there's a lot of hard cases in this world and you might be a hard case right now, but I want you to know there's still hope. There's still hope. Hard cases. The Bible said Luke chapter number seven, there's one more in Luke chapter seven. This is a hard case. Here's this poor old gal. Amen. She had been a sinner. I mean a sinner. She, She had been the one that they all knew about. She was one of them that was in the in the business of harlotry. Here she was. She had, she had done got something in her heart that she wanted to do, needed to do, felt like she had to do, and yet everything she needed to do was against her. I want you to know today that's a hard case. I've been there when I didn't know how to get in the door. I didn't know how to get through the door. I didn't know what was going to happen when I got in the door. Hey, man, you might be there right now. Your job, your finances, your relationship, the trouble in your life may have brought you to a place that you don't know what to do. Let me tell you something right now. It's a hard case, but I know who can help you. Let me tell you something, brother. There's some hard cases in this world. I had to strain myself to tell you about Bartimaeus. That's a hard case, wasn't it? About that infinite man laid by the pool of Bethesda. That's a hard case. Amen. About them old ten lepers wandering outside the city and one of them, Jesus told them they's all healed, and they all got healed, went down. There's one of them come as a hard case. Yep. Got, got to reel this in. We can only eat so much at one time. And yet these four hard cases we find in Luke chapter 7, I believe they were things that only God could fix. They were things that only God could fix. May I say to you today, your obedience to Christ is absolutely a necessity. You need to trust God and you need to believe God. Amen. But when it comes right down to where the rubber meets the road, I'll tell you who helps me every day. Amen. I ain't giving myself not a bit of the credit. Amen. I'm not looking in the mirror and patting anybody on the back. I'll tell you, I've got one that helps me. Amen. I've been through some hard things and so have you. And brother, if I live longer, I'll see some hard cases still, but I'm glad that the same God that showed up in the hard cases of Luke chapter 7, he's still walking the halls of my temple today. He still dwells in this old house and he's helping me every single day. Amen. 
He's the God of hard cases. Amen. The harder the better for him. That old Saturn, he doesn't get, he doesn't about give up hope. Amen. That old boy, he loved him. His servant, he loved him. He, he, he wanted to see him healed. And yet somebody comes and said, hey, guess who just walked into Capernaum? Said, who? Jesus. Wait, is that the man of God? Is that the prophet? Is that the one they say been healing? That's him. He just walked into Capernaum. And old centurion, he said, hey, hey. He said, run out there and tell him, see if he'll come. See if he'll come. I've got a hard case. He's a man that can help me, brother. I'm glad, friend, when it seems like all hope is gone. You're at the end of your rope. Look around if you're a child of God. Jesus is close by. He likes hard cases. They came to where old Jesus was. They told him, they said, hey, they told him all about the centurion, said he's a good man. We sure do love him. He's got a centurion, he's sick unto death, he's fixing to die. And he said, he's asked if you'd come. And the Bible said Jesus said he would. And he set out toward the man's house. Let me tell you something, I'm glad when the master gets word of your hard case. Hey, you say, preacher, don't he know? Yeah. But you know what he said for me to do? He said, ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be given unto you. He said, but what things soever ye desire. He said, when you pray, believe that you receive them and thou shalt have them. That's what the Lord said. Amen. I believe it honors God when we bow our knees and we begin to bring to God our hard cases. We begin to say unto God, I can't fix it, Lord, but I believe you can. And here was Jesus walking toward the centurion's house and the Bible said they come back some of them must have run ahead of him and they told the old centurion said he's a coming he's coming to your house he said oh no he said go tell him he said I ain't worthy I ain't worthy for him to walk into my house. I ain't worthy for him to come in where I live. I ain't worthy for the man of God, amen, to be right here. He said, tell him that I know he's a man of authority just like me. He said, I can say go and they go. I can say come and they come. I can say do and they do. And I believe that if he'll just say it, that's enough. They come back and told Jesus that. He sure enough was headed to the man's house then. He got down there to the hard case. And the Bible said he called the old centurion and said he turned at him while he spoke to the others. And he said, I've not found so great a faith. No, not at all in Israel. He said, I like this man's faith. He believed that all I had to do was speak the word. Amen. For wherever I was at, 
and whatever trouble he had, he said, it's fixing to be fixed. He said, he's right. And he said, I've honored that. They went and checked. The old boy's getting out of bed. He's better. He'd already got healed. I want you to know, brother, God specializes in the hard cases and he wants to help you today. That's a hard case. But boy, you can't beat the widow in name for hard cases. I don't know. There's some in the room today that have buried their own their own children. I heard a man say one time it ain't supposed to be like that. Where a parent has to bury one of theirs. No. Normally we 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 die before they do. We don't have to experience such a grief as that now here. This woman lost her lost her husband, and then she lost her son. There she was, a widow, and she was walking out of the gates of Capernaum, following the, the coffin. And the Bible said that Jesus saw him. <laughs> you know what he saw? He saw her weeping. You know what Jesus is drawn to? Weeping. Ain't she glad of that? I'm glad, brother. He ain't looking for the happy. He ain't looking for the glad. He ain't looking for the go-lucky. No, he's looking for them that's got big tears flowing out of their eyes, that have got a hard case that nobody that nobody can help with. He's looking for them that have exhausted all their resources. He's looking unto them that he can say, everything that I did will bring glory to the Father. How come? Because there ain't nobody but the Father can do what I do. I want you to know that the works of Jesus Christ were to establish God the Father as being all-powerful, almighty, and sovereign in every way. He's the man, brother when you've got a hard case. Hard case. It don't get no harder than this one. This boy was dead. He was so dead they'd done put him in a coffin. He was so dead they'd done nailed her shut. He was so dead they was already walking to the graveyard. He was so dead that the funeral procession was all in order. He were dead. In every way you could think of it, he was as dead as a man can get. And yet Jesus was just walking by. Amen. Here she was, weeping, weeping, leaving a trail of them tears in that dusty ground. And Jesus saw it. <laughs> in the Bible, she never said, hey, help me. I need you. <laughs> I need you to help. No, she just kept on weeping. And the next thing she knowed, there's somebody coming alongside of her. Hey, man, he got just close enough. He got just close enough to that coffin. He laid his hand on, he laid his hand on that coffin. And the rest of them, right, they stopped. Something going on right here. Something's happening right here. All them old boys and pallbearers. Hey, man, I've seen all kinds of pallbearers. Hey, man, I've seen them. I've, I've seen them big. I've seen them little. I mean, so little, they drag them behind them as they take in the coffin. Hey, man, when Jesus laid his hand on that coffin, they all stopped. They all stopped. Something's fixing to happen. The Bible said Jesus spoke something. That's a hard case, you know what? It never said he broke a sweat either. Huh? It never said he's written. No. No, he just laid her hand laid his hand up on that thing. 
He said, son, arise. To their astonishment, oh boy, come in now. I don't know about you, but spiritually speaking, my coffin was nailed shut. I like preaching about old Lenny. My call, your coffin was nailed shut. The devil had done checked you off. You just hadn't got there yet. Right. Woo! Woo! But that's when Jesus showed up. He showed up in this place. Touched old Lenny by the heart and said, Son, arise. He got up from there. Amen. And when he got up from there, amen, he weren't dead no more. He's alive. He's alive. He's a, hey, God is the one that specializes in the hard cases of this world. He'll set you free. Hard cases, that's what my Lord does. Hard cases. Amen. In your mind, you've done wrote them off. In your mind, you say they won't quit their drugs. In your mind, they say they won't stop their sinning. In your mind, you say they'll never believe. But I want you to know, that's who he specializes in. Amen. On the trophy wall of God, he's got a few of us perched up there. Said, you don't think I can do it? Look at that one. Look at that one. I did it. Nobody else could do it. I saved them when they couldn't be saved. Yeah, the hard cases of Luke chapter 7, they're hard. They're hard. Old John the Baptist, spiritual giant. Spiritual giant. There's some among us. Them old spiritual prayer warriors among us tonight, today. You've been there. You fought the battle. You've seen him take Jericho. You've seen him slay the giants. You've slept with the lions. I know who you are. Amen. You've lived your life. Amen for his name. You've done everything you know to do. Yeah, you ain't been perfect. Amen, but you're still a trucking. One step at a time. You're still headed toward Calvary. Amen and beyond. You've done made up your mind. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving in. I may not have anything. I may not be able to do anything. But I'm just going to trust him. Amen. That was old John the Baptist. He'd give everything he had. And yet now he was confined to a jail cell. Amen. I'm thinking about them spiritual jail cells today. I'm thinking about them spiritual places. Amen. That you get locked up in. Amen. You didn't have any intent on ending up in a spiritual jail and in some kind of confinement by the enemy and doubt and everything else. But I want you to know your hard case ain't nothing for Jesus. No, he ain't forgot you. He ain't forgot you. You say, preacher, is he going to let me out of jail? He can. He didn't, John. That wasn't his will for John. No, John's time had come. It was done for John. But what John did need, amen, he didn't ask for Jesus to let him out of there, did he? He didn't ask for them to go see if he'll get me out of this. That wasn't John's problem. 
I'm glad the spiritual. I'm glad those that are God's children. Amen. They ain't a dwelling on the now. They ain't a dwelling on the circumstances. They ain't a dwelling on the situation. Amen. It don't bother the people of God. Amen. Who have been with God. Amen. To sit in the jail of this world a little bit. It don't bother them. What they want to know. Is this your will? Huh? Tell me, ain't. That's what you really want to know. Is this your will? Huh? Some of you are hurting right now. Some of you physically have a problem. Some of you have got a problem of other sorts. Some of you have done been bound down and you're having to endure for a little while. Amen. And some of you have already, I've heard you testimonies. Some of you have already come to the truth and the realization that it might be God's will that you live like that, that you suffer like that, that you be like that, and you've already accepted that. Amen. As if it's the will of God, so be it. I'll stand for him. I'll walk for him. I'll live for him anyhow. What you want to know, is this really your will? John told him of two boys, he said, go find him. And boys had come in there. They was jacked up. They'd done seen that thing at Nain. They'd done seen that widow's boy climb out of a coffin. They come running in there and said, hey, he's at it now. He done raised one from the dead. We saw it. Old John said, go to him. He said, go to him. He said, and ask him. He said, I got to know. He said, ask him if he's the one or do I look for another? They went on out there. The Bible said, the Bible said when they got to where Jesus was, he is healing them like crazy. He is causing the blind to see. He is making the lame to walk, the deaf to hear. He was casting out devils. Jesus was just healing them by the scores. And my boys is fixed on him. They finally got up to where Jesus was. And they said, hey, old John's got a question for you. <laughs> said, he wants to know if you're the one or should he look for another. He looked at him. He said, you go tell John. He said, the blind are receiving their sight. The deaf are being made to hear. The lame are being made to walk. And he said the poor are getting the gospel preached to him. That's all they needed. I tell you right now, the people of God have got hard cases sometimes. Spiritually speaking, they don't know what to do next. They don't know whether this is the will of God for them or how long it'll last or what's going to, but I'll tell you right now, no matter what it is that God has put us in, God will take us through. God will take us through. They come back to old John. They gave him the good news. They basically said, yep, it's him for sure. (laughs) I can see old John the Baptist. That's all I wanted to know, he said. That's all I wanted to know. Here's a hard case for that old girl. Her reputation, sure enough, preceded her. 
Everywhere she went, even in the house of Simon, that day he saw her and knew. Now, I don't know how he knew, but he knew who she was. He said to himself, if this man knew that she was a sinner, if he was really who he said he was, he'd know what kind of sinner. He wouldn't have nothing to do with this girl. Her hard case, you see, was mustering up the courage to do what she knew she had to do. She had to face her reputation. She had to face her wicked past. She had to face all those things that Jesus had once told her are gone. Amen. And she had to praise him. Not in private. Yeah. No. That's what made it a hard case. No, what the Holy Spirit Scott was saying you got to do is you got to go in the house full of them men. You know them men. You got to go into that house full of all those men. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to thank him the best way you can. She did two things. I love to hound out of both of them. She did two things. As she faced her hard case, and she walked in that door, and all their eyes was on her. And she kept right on walking. She didn't look at them. She didn't acknowledge them. She kept her eyes on the prize. She kept looking at Jesus. I believe the closer she got, the old fountain started rolling. She had intent of her heart, amen, by the tears from her eyes to wash every spot and stain on his dirty feet. She got in behind him. Jesus standing there. She got in behind him and I can see him flowing like, a, like you'd turn to spout on a faucet. There she was over them feet. She didn't let not a tear miss them and she is a rubbing. The Bible said she washed them clean. She didn't tote no towel with her either. She took that hair and she began to clean those feet. <laughs> Hard cases she knew something about. She washed them with her tears, washed them, dried them with the hairs of her head, never said a word. And she had also brought some ointment. She took that ointment and she put it all over his feet. You don't put ointment on feet. No, that's for the high place. She didn't miss at it, but she got to them feet. She wasn't, when she got them washed, she anointed them feet. You know what that made me think of? In Romans 10... The Bible said, how shall they hear except there be a preacher? And how shall he preach except he be sent? For how beautiful are the feet of those that preach the gospel of good tidings. Yep, that's what she was doing. Amen. 
she had done found the feet of the one who had set her free of her condemnation and sin. Come get a song. Say, are you done? Well, I saw all the hard cases in that chapter. That ain't all the hard cases. That's just all sin, Luke 7. It's pretty hard cases, though. I don't think it missed any of us. I think one or two of them got every one of us. Good reminder and good encouragement that he knows just what to do with your hard case. He knows just what to do when you don't know what to do or how to do it or when to do it. He does. Bible said that old Simon seeing what was going on, he said if he if he knew, if he was the man of God, he would know, he said, what kind of sinner he was. And Jesus knowing what he thought. I hope that sobered up some of you. Jesus knowing what he thought. He didn't say it, he thought it. Jesus said, Simon, I got something to say to you. He said, say on, Master. And he told him a story. He said, there was once a creditor. He said he had two debtors. One owed him 500 pence. He said, the other owed him 50 pence. And he said, when he went to collect from them, neither one of them could pay. He said, so he frankly forgave them both. Forgave them their debt. Clear, you don't owe me a thing. He said, Simon, which of the two do you suppose would love him the most? He said, well, I suppose it would be the man to whom he forgave the most. And Jesus said, thou hast rightly judged He said, for since I came into your house, he said, you gave me no water to wash my feet. Yet this woman hath washed my feet clean with the tears of her eyes and she has wiped them with the hairs of her head. He said, when I came into your house, he said, you gave me no oil to anoint my head. He said, yet this woman hath anointed my feet. She hath not ceased to thank me. You know why, Simon? Because she knows what I forgave her of. We've been in a place this morning that's been heavenly. Started at 9.30. Daylight savings time. And when we got here, he was with us. And a whole bunch of you had it fixed in your heart that you're going to thank him for a little while. And when you got honest and willing and just started pouring from your heart the offering of your praise, the Holy Spirit got to liking it. And he got big in a whole lots of people. And it was good, wasn't it? 
It was so good. I didn't know what to do. It was so good. The Holy Spirit of God was liking it. That's what he wants from us. is to remember the great sin that he hath took for us. Paul would say it like this. He said, there is therefore now no more condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. The Holy Spirit honored your offering this morning. Oh, how I enjoyed it. I'm, I feasted the whole time. And it was just like to me, the Holy Spirit was saying, they worshiped me even when their cases were hard. Say, what did he do? Uh, I just got, you know, Valerie's been talking. She, she shared that this morning. I hope you ain't got a migraine right now. No? Okay. What a blessing. The moment she began to wash his feet, he said, let me do something nobody else has been able to do. It's going to take that. Some of you come in with a hard case this morning. You don't know what to do. You don't know how you're going to get out of this. You don't know how it's going to get fixed. You're worried about the outcome. You don't know, you don't know what's going Let me tell you something. If he was the God of the hard cases of Luke 7, he's God now. He ain't changed. Whatever you need, that's what he can be for you. You just need to wash his feet some. That gift you've brought, you need to start putting it on him. Bring that ointment. Just let him know you love him. Even in your hard case. Let him know you let you got problems. I know. He knows all about them. Just love him. Obey. And the God of the hard cases, you can be assured, will not fail. Amen. I've lived long enough to say without reservation, he won't fail you. Not not even once. He won't fail you. You need to get right with God today if you're not. Because you're missing out. And it's fixing to just get better. Why don't we stand this morning? And if you've got a hard case, why don't you bring it to Jesus? Maybe your heart's not right with God. That's a hard case. Because I can tell you, you can look to your left and right and there ain't nobody beside you can help you. You can look from the front to the back. There ain't nobody else in here can help you. The hard case that you've got spiritually this morning, only Jesus can help you with it. But all he can help you. When the tears start flowing and your heart is broken, Jesus is coming to help you with your hard thing. If you need him this morning as we sing, would you come? Come on.